You are joining Dr. Gary Crow presents audio tidbits for opinion, learning, and just for fun. Gary is a retired human services administrator, author, trainer, and speaker who is joined by the podcasting team to bring you perspectives, tips, and insights about people doing their best to do their best for others. The team mixes their tidbits with music from Kevin McLeod and special segments just for fun. Please relax and enjoy. I have three concepts that I would like to discuss. They are acceptance, tolerance, and context. When we think about whether or not we accept people, whether or not we are tolerant of other people, the context makes a lot of difference in terms of what our expectations are, in terms of how we perceive other people, how they perceive us. So, for example, the expectations, the perceptions of people in a work environment are quite different than the perceptions or expectations for people at a beach or at a party, or at Walmart, or at church, any of a number of situations that, you know, we could think of. So let's first of all understand that acceptance and tolerance are both context-dependent. What we would accept and tolerate in one situation, in one context, if you will, is not the same as our acceptance and tolerance in another context, in another situation. Keeping that in mind then, let's think about what goes into whether or not we accept other people, whether we tolerate other people, understanding that acceptance and tolerance are merely a continuum. Tolerance is less complete acceptance. Acceptance is more complete tolerance of someone else. It's a a range from fully to, yes, we accept them, but it's a somewhat difficult, somewhat intentional, conscious kind of thing. We had to think about it and decide to be accepting, to be tolerant. And what we find is that the degree to which we are comfortable in accepting or find ourselves merely tolerant depends a lot on the context and depends a lot on how far someone varies from our expectation. Keeping our thoughts focused on the idea that we need to develop an ability, a capacity to be as accepting as possible, as tolerant as possible, of as many people as possible, in as many situations as possible, and it's something that we need to work on on a daily kind of basis we need to first think about the fact that all of us are prejudiced. It's not that some people are, some people aren't. It's just that some people are more rigid, more narrow relative to their prejudices, and other people have a broader scope, a broader range of acceptance and tolerance. For each of us, then, we need to understand our scope, what we find comfortably accepting, comfortably tolerant, tolerable, if you will, and what we have to work at, what we have to think about, what we have to focus our attention on in order to be sure that we do the right things, that we behave as 
we would expect ourselves to behave, that we meet our own expectations. When we think about then the variance among people, we find, of course, that there are physical kinds of variances. People have different appearances. They have different skin coloration. They have different facial characteristics. They have different sizes. Some people are very, very heavy, and some people are very, very thin. Some people are tall. Some people are short. Some people are pretty in whatever our cultural sense of that might be. Some people don't meet that kind of cultural standard for looks and appearance. People with uh, obvious handicaps are different than the norm, are uh, outside of what we would normally expect in a particular kind of situation, usually, not always, but usually. So we need to, first of all, understand that we need to accept people in a very wide range of physical presentation. We need to at least be tolerant of a very wide range of physical presentation and understand that we need to judge the people based on who they are, what they think, what they believe, how they behave, as opposed to what they look like, how it appears to us in a physical kind of sense. That's difficult, but something that we can work on on a continuing basis. People are also emotional beings. They have feelings. Uh, Some people are calm. Some people are just inherently more nervous. Some people are more excited. Some people are more excitable. Some people are more relaxed. Some people have what seems to us to be a kind of an angry, closed-off emotional presentation. Other people seem to be open and very available and accessible to other people. So we need to work on expanding our emotional range. And that starts by understanding those things that tend to push our buttons. You know, when people are nervous, when they are depressed, when they are overly excitable, when they appear to be somewhat angry and almost hostile, do we have a negative automatic reaction to that or do we stop and think about it, stop and work on increasing our tolerance, stop and work on increasing our acceptance? People are also social beings. They have ways of relating, ways of interacting, ways of approaching people, ways of avoiding people, ways of talking, ways of behaving in social situations. When we are judging people, when we are being intolerant, when we are not being accepting, to what extent does that relate how people behave socially, how they interact socially, how they relate socially? To what extent does it have to do with their physical appearance, with their presentation in a physical kind of way? To what extent does it have to do with their emotional demeanor, their emotional presentation, how they come across in terms of being a feeling, emotional person. People also have a moral value kind of dimension. They are value-oriented people. So there are things that they prefer, things that they value, things that are important to them, things that are less important to them. Can we then be accepting and tolerant of people who don't necessarily value the same things that we do, who don't have the same kind of important beliefs, important principles that we have. What is our range? And our goal then, as was true with 
people's physical presentation, their emotional presentation, is to expand our tolerance, to expand our scope. The range of people that come inside the circle of our tolerance, inside the circle of our acceptance. People then are also sexual beings, and they are men and women. They are gay and straight. They are transsexual. They have many different sexual orientations, sexual issues, sexual presentation, if you will. And we need to be able to accept that, to tolerate that, Someplace along the continuum between acceptance and tolerance, we need to work on expanding our scope, expanding those things, those characteristics, those qualities, if you will, that we accept, that we don't prejudge, that we always are able to look beyond and understand who the real person is, who the feeling, thinking, living, loving, caring person is inside of whatever this this prejudicial perception that we have or may have of them. Finally, people are intellectual, cognitive people. They have thoughts, they have ideas, they have ways of thinking. Some people, uh, interestingly, are very fast, efficient thinkers. Some people are very efficient thinkers, but they simply think more slowly. They process information more slowly. Uh, They have different viewpoints in terms of the way they see the world, the way they think about things. So what we find is that people vary in terms of physical, emotional, value, social, sexual, intellectual qualities and characteristics. And our goal in our quest to matter is to expand our range, to expand our scope so that our acceptance and tolerance is something that we continue to work on, is something that we continue to focus on, is something that we understand as being very critical to our quest to matter. For joining us for Dr. Gary Crow Presents Audio Tidbits. To get in touch, email Gary at GaryCrow.net. Visit www.GaryCrow.net for more tidbits and ways to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. We'll talk again soon.